Please be advised, this recording does contain mature subject matter. You may find some words, phrases, and inferences that may trigger you, so please be advised and be warned. Hey everybody, Dungeon Master Academy here with you. Um, today we're going to focus on exercising two very important muscles when you're a DM and GM. I have touched on this periodically in the past. I've done my best to express it in small pieces. As a DM or GM, um, we can do all the planning in the world. We can do all the organization. We can do all the building. We can do all the storytelling in the world. The two skills, or what I like to call muscles, that you have to exercise is improvisation and adaptation now improvisation improvise is something that you have to do as a constant if you run an open world you're going to need be you're going to need to be very good at improvising because within an open world campaign you're allowing the players to do whatever they want and this is going to mean that Things aren't going to go according to plan. You need to have things on standby to contend with that, including coming up with a NPC, a name, a background in a few seconds to deal with the potential change that just happened. And then you need to adapt it, right? The um, idea of improvising and adaptation. And these are two very, very important muscles. The way you practice that is to challenge yourself more as a DM or GM, that when you're in the midst of a session and something happens that you you hadn't planned well for, you have certain things on standby in case this happens. Here's an, an example of what you can have on standby. Have a list of 50 random names associated lineages and classes and just have that list always available that means on the on the in the spur of the moment or on the fly as you have to adapt to a situation you essentially have a name you, you have the framework of an npc that's going to be available in case it's needed you can do the same thing with town names um there's lots of aftermarket um, uh, material out there that you can go out to the social space and community space and, and get that allow you to have a bunch of pre-generated town names and structures ready to go so always have the basics on standby whether it's organized in your notes or your digital tool set or whatever you're using that way when you have to improvise or adapt you have enough there already waiting for you to use that when you apply it to the PCs, it's gonna feel like it was already planned for. And that's kind of the illusion that you wanna weave, right? Because that then, as you practice improvising and adapting, um, you continue to deliver the one thing that makes everybody have fun and remain immersive in your game, which is continuity. If as a DM or GM, you find yourself struggling in those environments, 
you may want to consider practicing with pre-written modules and pre-written adventures for a while first until you feel more comfortable running an open world campaign. Keep in mind, you can have an, a campaign running where you use pre-generated adventures to, you know, uh, foster the concept of your world um, so that as you get more comfortable, you start introducing your more homebrew stuff to deliver more towards the main arc that you've built for your world. Um, you'll find that a great deal of the adventure content currently um, is designed around Forgotten Realms, Faerun, um, the North, the Sword Coast, the South uh, areas like Chult. And we'll get into Faerun a little bit more in its own podcast so you can better understand it, its, its history and, you know, how it affects if you if you decide to run your campaign there. How it affects your ability to improvise and adapt, right? Because your ability to improvise and adapt in a pre-generated world, while using the lore and geography of that pre-generated world, it gives you a lot of available content. But you know whether or not you're using it in a in a, con in, in a continuous way that supports the continuity of of the campaign that you've built. That's a separate issue, right? So. Uh, once again, it's always the continuous practice of improvising and adapting. Um, have content frameworks available, right? So the random names, the random villages, all the things that kind of support the fact that if your party is traveling to a point and they have an interaction with someone that creates a... A, a notion of adaptation and improvisation then practice it let it roll out don't don't derail it don't squash it let it play out right because it gives you the opportunity to practice a lot of dm and gm posts that i either read or feedback that i get is that um and and from a player perspective too is that a lot of times dms and gms will will immediately rail players back onto the original story because they're overly invested in the original story. It may add more sessions to your game. That's okay. The more sessions means the more practice. Remember, getting better at something doesn't mean you're, you're ever gonna be great at it. I played for 40 years. I still to this day don't feel like I'm great at being a DM, but I constantly practice the two most important skills, um, adapting and improvising. With that said, I actually find that I use that more often than pre-generated content. I build frameworks and I build structures that can be relied on, but I never steer my players to do anything. I narrate, I provide background, I provide understanding of the world and the area that they're in, and they're free to make their own choices. Now, as you become more seasoned, that will feel more immersive and more creative and therefore the gameplay um, more enjoyable. Practicing how to improvise and how to adapt means that you are creating a game of continuity and fun. And therefore, every time everyone meets with every session, it's worth it. Because here's the thing. Certain aspects of this game are a hobby, 
but it's still a game. And I plan on doing a separate podcast about that, right? I think there's a lot of confusion about how this game originated in hobby stores, but it's still just a game. And people go, well, that's weird to add to this recording. Well, not really, because, you know, improvising and adapting is at the very heart and core of gamification, right? But it's also at the very core of something you do as a hobby, right? You, If you can't find a part for a model, you improvise, you adapt. If you can't come up with an idea of what you're building or painting or investing your time in, you improvise or you adapt. And here's the thing. You're using a real-life skill as your pastime. In the real world, you are constantly improvising and constantly adapting. That is the very nature of human existence. And I think the more you can practice it in your real life and the more you can practice it in your game, which is what you enjoy doing, your DMGM chops get better. You become better at things. You, 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 you're never going to be perfect. No one's ever perfect. It doesn't exist. It just doesn't exist. So get that out of your mind. Practice adapting. Practice improvising. Don't steer your players back onto rails. Practice what they just gave you an opportunity to practice. Um, and always be self-reflective. At the end of every session, give yourself some personal notes that you put in either a journal entry, a digital entry, uh, you know, a manual entry, however you want to manage it. But be very self-reflective about the session. Um, talk to your players and say, hey, how did you guys think this session went? Anything we could have done better? Um, and then ask yourself, how do I think the session went? How, what could I do better? Um, it's, it's natural to always want to strive for greatness and perfection. That's in our very nature. But striving for that can sometimes squash the creativity and squash the fun of something that you're doing. So try to remember that as you practice adapting and improvising. You will become better at it and your game will become better as a recourse to it. Hope this was helpful. As always, come visit us on Patreon, Dungeon Master Academy. Uh, donate, donate a coffee a month to us so that we can expand our studio, deliver more content. As always, stay safe out there, and we look forward to speaking to you again.